Welcome to Legacy Sport Live, stories of the people who are shaping the conversation at the intersection of sport, business and purpose. I'm Neil Duffy, co-author of our new book, Legacy Sport, how to win at the business of sport in the age of social good. Today I'm talking to Clementine Painter from Adidas. She shares with us how Adidas's commitment to the issues of plastic waste, breaking barriers for girls and inclusion play out in its sports sponsorship investments. So we have a real treat today. Um, we have um, somebody with us who is uh, right at the heart of sustainability and sports. Clementine, thanks, thanks for joining us today. And um, I, I wanted to start off by really going right back to the beginning and understanding, um, you know, what does sustainability mean for Adidas? Because I know it's something that's uh, become really important to the company. Yes, thanks, uh, Neil, for uh, um, giving me the opportunity to talk about sustainability um, because this is indeed really at uh, uh, or uh, at the heart of uh, what we are doing, at everything that we are doing. Um, I mean, our mission is uh, indeed to be the the best sports company in the world, and by best we mean that we design, we build, and we sell uh, the best uh, sports products in the world uh, with the best service. Uh, services and experience for our consumers and uh, more importantly in a sustainable way. Uh, it's nothing that's uh, new uh, as you mentioned it's really something we like we started a while ago uh, like uh, we have been re really working on that for more than 20 years uh, looking into uh, all uh, subjects of our supply chain uh, from uh, the start uh, of our uh, material to, to, to the end to what we are delivering to, to our consumers being really like founding members of um, amazing initiatives like uh, the Better Cotton Initiative, the Leather Working Group or the Fair Labor Association, just to uh, mention a few. Um, we are really looking into also um, our own stores, uh, removing plastic shopping bags as, as um, uh, as early as possible. Uh, we did that uh, in 2016. We are looking also into, as I mentioned, into our products. So um, using uh, only um, recycled polyester in all our products. So we will achieve that in uh, 20, uh, 24, 100%, and we are now uh, at 50%. Um, there is a lot that I, can, uh, <laughs> that I can mention here on sustainability because really we have been uh, starting that uh, for a while and we are, uh, um, we are uh, very, very keen on uh, moving things even uh, further and faster. Right. So, so I'm interested as to the kind of motivation or the reasons um, for why Adidas has decided to embrace sustainability um, to such a large extent. I mean, are, are you doing this for, um, for business reasons or because your customers expect you to do it? Or what's the kind of motivation behind the, this, this, this drive around sustainability? Um, well, it's, um, it's uh, yes, it's, it's of course in our consumer, uh, it's the consumer expectations to, uh, towards brands and, and corporations and governments to look uh, more in sustainability. But it's just, uh, as I mentioned, that's something new. We, we are really looking into um, uh, doing uh, things in, in the right way. Uh, 
through our products, but also after our products to uh, uh, look into um, how we uh, use um, more sustainable material, but also how do we um, uh, look after products that um, the consumer, they don't want to wear anymore. So, for example, in in, uh, in UK, in October last year, we launched um, a service for our consumers. Uh, it's called Infinite Play. And basically, when they are tired of their uh, shoes or of their clothes, they um, basically um, bring it back to us. Um, and in exchange, they get a voucher and they can get something new uh, that they will wear and, and then all over again. And so we look after the end uh, of the product also because it starts from the material, but it's also go till the end uh, of, the, of, the, of the product. So, so I've heard the leadership at Adidas talk very openly and transparently about um, you know, acknowledging the, 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 the footprint of, of the company and the products and services that you provide. So, so, so when you talk about sustainability, it's, it goes from, from conception all the way through to end of life. It's a kind of circular approach to dealing with the impacts of, of your business on society. Exactly, exactly. We, we, have, uh, we are tracking our footprint through the whole supply chain and we have identified really the... Uh, spot where we need to focus, where we, we have, uh, where we need to have a, a, a stronger focus, and um, and that was uh, indeed uh, our suppliers and and our uh, and the end of life uh, product. Um, so this is indeed why we focus there. Okay, okay. So sustainability is one thing, um, but I, I also love the way that that as an organization you've kind of wrapped yourselves around this idea that, that sport, um, which is the, the playground that you participate in or you play in, that sport can play an important role in changing people's lives. So it's not just about the products they wear and the impact of that on society, but also sport as a platform to make people's lives better, correct? Yes, yes. Um, I mean, uh, we, we at Adidas, we live, we breathe sport. Sport is really part of our everyday lives. Uh, yes, we produce um, uh, shoes and, and clothes, but uh, uh, employees are uh, really, really lucky. We have a, I mean, you've seen the campus, Neil, you're lucky or so. <laughs> uh -huh. we, we, we have an amazing uh, campus with uh, lots of um, uh, sports facilities. So it's, it's first internally, it's really a really really important part of uh, our uh, daily life um, and then uh, of course there is a reason for that <laughs> um, because because when you do sport you feel so much uh, um, more energetic more confident um, more um, collaborative you, you it's 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 bringing you uh, skills it's giving you uh, some kind of feelings that uh, I think only sport uh, can bring uh, and we I mean that that's that's one thing and then when you look at um, uh, football match or the Olympics or things like that sport has the power to really um, inspire uh, to um, uh, unite uh, unite unite people nice, yeah yeah Sorry about the French accent. 
people from uh, diverse backgrounds, uh, diverse religion, and it, it creates hope. Um, it's 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 just um, I think really it it really has the power to change everybody's life. Um, and this is this is our <laughs> our our belief um, internally and and externally. This is why uh, yes we we produce, uh, but it goes it goes beyond that uh it's also how we uh how we work with our athletes uh and and the communities they are close to um um bringing uh role models to um uh to to people that uh, that are that don't have the chance to have role models yeah. in their uh, everyday life so it's kind of it's kind of taking a more holistic view on the value of sport to society rather than just the functional benefits of physical exercise. You're saying that through sport, people have the opportunity to reach their full potential in life um, and have better lives as a consequence, which has many uh, positive implications for society and communities at large. Um, and so that, that's a really powerful message. Yeah, we really, we really believe in, 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 in that power. <laughs> So just to change gears a little bit and to get a little bit practical for a second, one of the things that I've, that's also impressed me about the work that you and your colleagues do is that there's a huge focus on not just talking about sustainability or purpose or uh, these types of words, but actually acting um, and actually um, walking the talk, so to speak. So yeah. you've, you've already mentioned some of that and with some of the examples that you've given of, of um, the work that you're doing on your supply chain, for example. Mm -hmm. um, but more recently, there's been this, this um, you, you almost organized yourselves internally as a company around this theme of purpose, haven't you? So it's actually, you actually have a purpose division or department now that's thinking about this every day of the week. Yes, yes, exactly. So um, uh, December 18, early uh, 19, uh, a global uh, purpose team was created uh, in Adidas. I mean, doesn't mean that nobody was looking into uh, into that. Uh, there was already some um, uh, colleagues working on on, on social impact uh, activities, but was not yet, let's say, really really official. And and it, it got really um, uh, more focused uh, with this team uh, created and. Uh, so around around the mission that I mentioned through sport, we have the power to change lives. And what does it mean basically concretely? Um, this, this team uh, with with some uh, of course some uh, research identified three pillars that we um, that we are focusing. So one is uh, okay, how do we change life? Basically, there is one pillar with uh, around breaking barriers for girls uh, through sport. Uh, the other one is um, giving every everyone uh, same starting line, and the other one is plastic waste, uh, which is the sustainability topic we mentioned a bit uh, a bit before. So it, it's you no, know, it's it's very uh, embedded into our strategy and and uh, in everything that we are doing uh, in in the company. So if we just if we just unpack each of those three areas, then so starting off with the in plastic waste piece. Yes. Uh, so this this is this is another example of how you've taken this concept of responsibility or sustainability through the entire business, haven't you? From from products uh, all the way through to the types of events that you're that you're engaged in. Um, just talk a little bit about that that strategy. 
yeah yeah sure so we we basically started um also this strategy uh, a long time ago um because we uh uh, started this part partnership with uh, with Parley that you uh, uh, probably have heard about, yep. um, and we um, produced for the first time uh, uh, um, fully uh, a shoe fully re with recycled uh, polyester, and that was presented uh, to the UN in uh, 2015. Uh, and then uh, a few years later, we were producing one million, and and then uh, more and more every year. Um, so this this is basically maybe where everything started in terms of uh, product. Uh, but we are we are looking uh, obviously into um, really spreading uh, this um, to uh, more uh, products and to more materials. So. Um, we, we are already working with uh, with uh, BCI, so all, all our cotton are, are better cotton, uh, but we simply don't communicate about it, and that's um, something <laughs> we will, of course, uh, change in the in the next future. But we are really looking into um, into spreading this uh, the usage of more sustainable product. Uh, that that's let's say one part of the ending uh, plastic waste topic the second one uh, so it's called the recycle loop the, the second one is the circular loop because yes that that's good to do to work with recycled um, material uh, but we are also looking into how can we basically um, produce something that is made to be remade uh, so i don't know if you heard uh, about our future craft loop issue that we um, uh, launch last year um, that basically we launched a, a, a version um, that was only for uh, employees and uh, selected employees and selected assets and we got all those shoes back printed them and then made the version two of this uh, future craft loop shoe uh, and that's just the beginning. We already worked on um, an anorak uh, that we will also uh, green uh, and and again make another one. Huh. So, so that so we already you're already on version two of the of that of recycled shoe. shoe. That's really cool. Yes. So yeah. so so in theory, in time to come, every single shoe that Adidas produces could potentially be ground up and turned into new product. Yes, but we 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 are also looking into going further. Like basically, the holy grail would be that uh, our regenerative loop. And we will create, we will produce uh, with new materials that uh, can either uh, be made from nature using uh -huh. uh, organic uh, things. So we, we did that actually. Um, I don't know if you heard about the Stella McCartney tennis dress uh, that we, uh, was made uh, from a protein-based yarn. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so basically, we are. I mean, that's that's really at the beginning of the beginning, <laughs> but mm. uh, we are also really looking into into that because that's that's for us what what would be uh, also great progress. And so, just for for just to help people understand, so when you say regenerative, what what does that mean? So it it's you know re recycling and 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 producing a pair of no, shoes. What is regenerative? No, no, re regenerative. It's 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 like really the, the top of the top, uh, la crème de la crème, if we say in French. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically using materials that uh, are made from nature, 
all that are made to biodegrade. Okay, so you're actually okay. So, so at the moment, a, a shoe is actually extractive, whereas a regenerative thing would just keep keep giving back, so to speak. Exactly. Right. Right. Okay. That's that's really cool. Um, and then that you're also carrying that through. So it's not just about the product, but you also now communicate that through things like Run for the Oceans, and it's part of your communication strategy, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, Run for the Oceans is an initiative that we are um, um, we are collaborating with 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 Parley uh, on this one, and uh, that that was. Um, that, that that's really surprising how it uh, really got so uh, so successful uh, and that that that's really a good news it's because it means that there's a lot of people who are interested in sustainability that's my point of view <laughs> um, but they just don't know where to start what to do and by giving them an opportunity um, to do things like that. So basically um, bringing awareness and collect uh, some funds for a good cause. Uh, I think the more we, we, could, we can do that, the, 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 better, uh, the better the consumer will perceive that. So what's really interesting uh, for me about Run for the Oceans is you're actually involving your customers in the process of changing the world and changing people's lives. Yes. Yes, we are. We are so what, when you mentioned about customers, you mentioned our, our consumers, right? Because when, sure. when you yeah. about our customers, we, we talk internally, of course, about our, uh, our uh, key accounts. Yeah, I mean consumers. Yeah, so, that's also coming because we we are also really uh, trying to join forces, and we've been working uh, a lot with um, uh, with accounts like Zalendo, who really uh, are into sustainability and and um, working on on projects to uh, really look into how we can uh, reduce our uh, uh, carbon footprint together. Okay, really cool. So this is not just something that Adidas is trying to do on its own. You're really involving all your stakeholders uh, in the journey. Yes, yeah. completely. Very cool, very cool. But we also partner with experts like Parley. Uh -huh. we, we wouldn't have done Run for the Ocean without Parley. Uh, they are really expert here and, and that, that's why uh, we are so credible by doing that with experts. Mm -hmm. We are also working with um, uh, Fashion for Goods, um, it's a non-profit organization and they are um, basically looking into also everything that's sustainable and partnering with, with them and looking into startups that are offering uh, sustainable solutions. Uh, that's also something we, we do because we, we need experts uh, to, to really move uh, on, on those topics. Right. Okay, very, very, very cool. Um, so to change gear again, um, so that was the first pillar that you spoke about uh, in plastic waste. Yeah. Um, the second is breaking barriers uh, for girls. Yes. 
So tell us about that one. <laughs> well, that one basically we um, um, we did a lot uh, already uh, in, in the US around around this uh, topic, uh, but so far uh, nothing uh, was yet done uh, in Europe, and we. We're looking into um, uh, a pan-European uh, partner. Uh, like as I was saying, we, 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 we need uh, the expertise from a partner to, to really uh, make sure we are doing the right things. <laughs> and um, we um, decided to partner with uh, Street Football World to launch a program um, and the objective is to increase the participations of all of girls in all sports. So, yeah, street football, where the, the, the name is a bit uh, misleading, but this, this is uh, where everything started for this uh, uh, amazing nonprofit. Um, they, they have a, a network of nonprofit across the globe um, and they use football, yes, but basically all, uh, all kind of sports to really bring everybody together and we are partnering with them uh, and some of their uh, non-profit in uh, our European uh, clusters. Great, and so, so the idea behind that project, I mean, th this, this one really talks to that, um, directly to that vision of changing people's lives through sport, doesn't it? Yes, exactly. So basically we are, um, and the objective is to uh, to impact more than uh, fifty thousand girls across uh, those five years. So it's it's a long term plan. It's not a one off. It's not a campaign. It's really something that we uh, want to uh, have uh, the the best impact. And again, uh, partnering with um, uh, the the best uh, uh, the best expert uh, in 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 the uh, in the field. And it, it it goes beyond sport. Yes, we will we we will use sport um, uh, to uh, to to drive the this this whole project. But it it's really is beyond sport. It's giving giving those girls the skills uh, that they will need in in, in their uh, outside of of sport uh, to to be the best of themselves, to have the confidence, uh, to have uh, the energy to have uh, maybe the network that they will build uh, by uh, by doing this program so it's it's really it's it's beyond sport and and yeah and and Tammy, i'm interested as to why why did you decide to focus on girls um because uh, there is less uh, girls uh, well at, maybe not at the beginning of uh, of their life uh, it's 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 probably quite uh, balance uh, in in um, uh, like primary, elementary schools, high schools. But then, when we arrive at the age of um, uh, like as, as between girls. between, I would say twelve, sixteen, yeah, uh, something happening, <laughs> and girls are just dropping out of sport. Um, Reasons are very different depending on where uh, you look at, um, but there is uh, common uh, reasons across the globe that are basically lack of uh, role models. Uh, not a lot of uh, sport is um, visible, uh, like female sport visible on, on TV, or maybe they are 
not really comfortable doing uh, the sport uh, in, in school because, I don't know, they have their periods and uh, they don't know how to deal with that because nobody really uh, is uh, helping them to talk about it or to deal with that. Or maybe it's, um, it's uh, also the, the body is changing and uh, they want to they wanna shave, but maybe their parents, they don't want them to shave, so they, they really feel uh, uncomfortable going to the swimming pool or things like that. That's very um, uh, concrete example, but that's what we've learned from some research. Okay, so, so, so the intervention here is designed to basically try and um, increase the access that girls have to sport so that they can enjoy um, the same benefits that boys do get out of being part of sport, having access to sport. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's really cool. Um, and um, the last of your three pillars you mentioned um, around same starting line. So I imagine that's got something to do with diversity and inclusion. Yes, exactly. Uh, so this one, I, I, I'm not going to uh, talk too much about, uh, about it because it's, um, it's more uh, um, uh, internal topic and uh, HR topic, and I'm not uh, a specialist either. Okay, okay. So we'll edit that part out of the interview for the time. Okay. Yeah. All right. So going into the last bit now. So we're going to pick up now. So, so it's amazing, Clementine, to, to see the kind of breadth of um, focus at Adidas around sustainability, purpose, and all the great things that you're doing. So thank you for that. Um, I guess just in closing, it, it would be remiss of me not to ask you, um, you know, to share with, with listeners and readers, what, are there things that you've learned in doing your work at Adidas that you think um, you'd like to share with the sports industry in general? Things that you believe they should be paying attention to? You know, for example, I've heard people, have, I've heard people in sports say to me, um, you, know, we, you know, this purpose is not something that we need to worry about because we're in the entertainment business. Um, I mean, what, what would you say to them? What, what would you, what learnings would you take from Adidas that sport can maybe benefit from? Um, I think the, the idea of purpose is, is really more and more important for, for, yes, for consumers, but also for employees. Uh, when you work for a company who is doing good, uh, if it's the core of his business or just a part of his business or embed in the, in the activity, it's, it's really inspiring. Um, and uh, from an employee point of view, I think that's really, really um, getting uh, bigger. Uh, and from a consumer point of view, it's also something that... Uh, we saw in, in research. So really consumers are looking into brands that are uh, taking a stand. Um, and what I would say is that if those companies don't feel that's for them purpose, I would recommend to uh, uh, look into examples of, um, of uh, companies who are doing good and uh, basically, they they will they will get back from that, even if you shouldn't do that for for that. Uh, but there's always um, uh, always something um, that's coming from from doing good. Yeah, yeah. 
And even possible. even a a, lit, a small act uh, can really lead to something uh, big. So, and and they shouldn't hesitate to um, partner with uh, expert, or and they can that can help to really shape what's their purpose. I I don't think everybody should look into working various foggers, uh, but I think each company uh should have should find should found a, a purpose mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well great advice Clementine. thank you very much for sharing your time with us today we really appreciate it and uh, keep up the great work and we look thank forward you. to watching what adidas gets up to in the coming years thank you my pleasure We hope that you've enjoyed listening to this edition of Legacy Sport Live, the companion podcast series to our new book, Legacy Sport, how to win at the business of sport in the age of social good. Please visit our website at www.legacysport.org to order your copy of the book and join our growing community of sports business professionals committed to doing good while doing well through sport.